At the beginning of 2022, we experienced record demand for truck tractors. But as new truck production increased throughout the year, demand for used trucks declined, especially in the United States. By year's end, truck tractor prices in the U.S. had declined approximately 10% from December 2021. Richie Brothers Inside Edge, your guide to the latest news and trends in heavy equipment and trucks. Here's Andrew Engelhart. In this episode of the Inside Edge podcast, we look back at trends in the transportation industry. Through the pandemic, the industry was hit hard by supply chain issues, while simultaneously benefiting from a swift uptick in online shopping. Spot rates started soaring, and new transportation companies started popping up everywhere. With new companies comes increased demand for trucks. Unfortunately, OEMs were having difficulty producing new trucks due to the lack of availability of raw materials and parts, resulting in many truck buyers turning to the used market. By the end of 2021 and into early 2022, used truck prices were at historic levels. However, as we've seen many times over, what goes up must eventually come back down. Throughout 2022, we saw prices decline steadily for used truck tractors, particularly in the U.S. In Q1, the median price for a twin-axle truck tractor sold in the U.S. across all makes, models, and years surpassed $30,000. By Q4, the median price had dropped to $20,000. If we look closer, specifically at 2016 Freightliner sleeper trucks, which are a very popular truck in the market, we saw even bigger shifts in pricing over the past 12 to 24 months. In Q1 2021, 2016 Freightliners with approximately 600,000 to 649,000 miles were bringing around $38,000 in our live U.S. auctions. In Q1 2022, prices peaked for these units at more than $70,000. By year's end, they were back down to $35,000, a big shift in just two years. We also experienced price declines in Canada, but they've been more modest. In Q1 2022, the median price for a twin-axle truck tractor sold in Canada was approximately $35,000. By Q4, the median price dropped to $27,500. In 2022, Ritchie Brothers sold more than 11,000 twin-axle truck tractors in the United States and approximately 4,000 in Canada, which is similar to sales totals from 2021. In the U.S., the top-selling manufacturers were Freightliner, International, and Peterbilt. In Canada, it's Freightliner, International, and Kenworth. The top buying and selling location in the U.S. was Texas, and in Canada, Ontario. In our February Market Trends report, we go beyond truck tractors and dive into a variety of transportation and vocational truck categories, including dump trucks, flatbed trucks, mechanics trucks, van trucks, water trucks, as well as lowboy and step-deck trailers. For flatbed trucks in the U.S., volumes and median prices were down slightly in 2022 compared to 2021. In Canada, flatbed truck volumes were up slightly, while median prices declined from approximately $17,000 in Q1 2022 to $12,500 in Q3 2022. 
in Q4 of 2022. Van trucks were a different story in 2022, with prices increasing in the U.S. but declining in Canada. When we look at trailer sales, both low boy and step deck trailers performed well in the United States in 2022. Last year, we sold close to a thousand low boys in the U.S., with median prices peaking above $30,000 per unit in Q3 and Q4. For step deck trailers, we sold more than 800 units in the U.S., with median prices peaking in Q4 at close to $25,000. If you'd like to dig deeper into the Ritchie Brothers data, I encourage you to subscribe to our monthly market trends report at ritchie-hub.com. The transportation industry has been through a lot over the past three years. Let's go behind the numbers with a couple of our experts to discuss the big trends and issues impacting the sector. This month, I reached out to our good friend Steve Tam of ACT Research, who specials in tracking the transportation industry, and our in-house pricing guru, Rob Slavin. All right, Steve, let's get to work here. Used truck prices hit record highs during the pandemic and peaked in Q1 2022. Since then, we've seen demand scale back. So how did we get here? The number one thing that that really led to it is it's all about supply and demand, right? And we saw a softening in the economy. You had a, a corresponding decline in the freight markets. And when you take away the need to use class eight truck, all of a sudden the demand's not so hot. And part of the reason that we saw that run up, right, we had demand well in excess of the supply. On the new truck side, manufacturers were not able to build as many trucks. And so we didn't see as many trades coming back. And that just escalated driving prices up. And then, of course, you know, 2022, we saw the flip side of that curve for the most part with the equilibrium, if you want to call it that, normalizing. The reality is uh, we're still short of trucks, both on the new truck side as well as the used truck side. And even though the economy is slowing and freight is not as robust as it was, it's still a pretty good market. It's just that the pressure valve has been opened and kind of let some of the steam out. I couldn't agree more. I've been doing this for 30 years, and I, and this is the perfect uh, description of uh, supply and demand that we've ever seen, that I've ever seen in, in my 30 years. We easily saw trucks jump up 100, in some cases on high mileage units, 150%. When you initially referenced Q1, that's where I saw the peak market. I know that from a retail standpoint, it probably dropped a little bit later in the year. Um, dealers held out a little bit longer with their pricing. But yes, we're coming back down to reality now. We're still not there, though. If I looked at a 2016 Freightliner, which is the largest population of trucks that we sell from a sleeper standpoint, that unit jumped as high as 150%. And we're still selling that truck today, or I anticipate selling it here in, in uh, Q1, for about what it was going for in Q4 of 2020. So think about that. That was a five-year-old truck then. It's an eight-year-old truck now, and we're collecting the same amount. of. We will, thereabouts, plus or minus five, 10%, collect about the same money. I've described this to one, one person that is uh, similar to my age. This is a once-in-a-lifetime thing. So I don't think I'll ever see this kind of market come back again. And we saw it very similar in trailers as well. Trailers carried on a little bit longer, but they also went up higher as a percentage of sale price. Uh, we saw those jump up as high as 400% in 
in value versus a five to six year old historical norm. Just to kind of close the loop on that question about prices peaking, Rob is is right on. In the retail market, we actually saw the peak in April of 2022. And then so May would be the first time we saw sequential declines and a very similar situation right now. We're still seeing prices above where they were three years ago, I guess. Yeah. Crazy stuff. So do you expect we'll continue to see similar trends in 2023 or what should customers expect? In the estimates that we have for 2022, we think the used truck market did uh, shrink a little bit, probably only about 5 or 6% in terms of volumes. And we're expecting a pretty similar decline in the 2023 market. Unfortunately, the, the air is not done you know, being let out of the economy. I think we still have a bit of a, a slow patch to go here. And part of that, again, keep it in perspective, right? It's just because we can't sustain that insanely high level of activity and continue to build on it, right? 2022 was the strongest economy the United States has ever seen. We surpassed $20 trillion in GDP. That's the first time it's ever happened. But we can't continue to do that every year, year after year after year. So we'll see things slow down both in the general economy or the, the macro economy as well as in the freight market. And we're seeing that now, right? A lot of the carriers are announcing their earnings right now and saying, hey, we made hay while the sun shined. And, you know, we're going to continue to make hay, just not quite as much as we as we did in the, in the previous year. So along with that is going to come a, a decreased need for used equipment. So sales coming down a little bit. Now, will you see pockets of growth? Absolutely. You know, there's going to be some segments of the economy that will do pretty well and the trucking activity will follow that. But in general, I think, you know, again, big picture, we're going to see see that kind of slowing in the, in the I'll say 5 to 10% range, but I think probably closer to 5% for 2023. And are supply chain issues still a problem? How will this impact the truck market? On the new truck side, I think, at least from our perspective, we're a little bit bearish on the forecast. I think that's probably coming through some of the comments that I've made. I will say that the OEMs are a bit more optimistic than we are. Our concern actually still goes back to supply chain, right? I think there are not very many what we call unknown unknowns, right? You don't have parts coming at you out of left field that you're starting to have problems getting or, you know, sources drying up or, or prices escalating at, you know, just ridiculous rates. But the same old cast of characters is still out there, right? Tires are still in short supply. That goes back to the fact that a lot of the incremental capacity for tires comes from, you know, from Asia. And there's still global competition for, for that product. Semiconductors, of course, are still on the watch list. Everybody's done a tremendous amount of work in trying to, to mitigate these concerns. But the reality is, is they're not gone. They're still out there and we're still dealing with them on a day-by-day basis. And so going to the OEM's optimism or our less optimistic viewpoint, how are we going to be able to address those issues as we roll through 2023? We think that it's going to be more of a challenge as opposed to being able to put it behind us. Hopefully, by the time we get to end of 2023, we will be looking at supply chain in the rearview mirror and we'll have all those problems behind us. We have a lot, a lot of stuff coming down the pike in front of us that we're going to have to deal with. And hopefully we can have that one you know, checked off and in the Debbie column. I was actually talking to an OEM uh, yesterday, and I asked him what his uh, top three supply issues are. It was engines, transmissions, and surprisingly, frame rails. I didn't think I'd hear frame rails, but that's what he said. And uh, 
you can build a truck without an engine or a transmission and put it in later. <laughs> Frame rails is kind of tough. Well, switching gears now, we continue to see strong returns for van trucks, particularly in the U.S. Why do you think these machines are in such high demand? Medium-duty units, obviously, you're not going to get the same kind of mileage you're going to get out of a heavy-duty unit. So it's just scarcer. And I think some OEMs took away some of their production from medium to concentrate on heavy because I think there's, you know, they make more money off of heavy. So, yeah, there is scarcity out there. We do actually have uh, a considerable number that we're working through right now uh, through one of our customers, later model, lower mileage. And uh, we paid significantly more based on what was going on in the market and the anticipation that there was going to be a limited supply out there. Yeah, Rob, you hit the nail on the head with that one. It's very clear in the data that we see on the new truck side of the business that manufacturers were diverting scarce parts in favor of, of the heavier trucks because the margins are better on those trucks. Uh, in fact, if you, if you look at the backlog, if you look at the demand on the new side, we're right now sitting at about three times the normal demand for medium duty trucks. I'm thinking specifically class six, class seven box trucks than what we normally see. Now for perspective again, you know, we're sitting at twice the normal backlog for class eight trucks, but you can see how much more pent up demand there is on the medium duty side relative to the to the heavy duty side. So yeah. And again, that's a situation that's not going to work itself out, you know, this month, you know, next quarter. It's going to take a fair amount of time before we have all the ingredients necessary to build all those trucks to make all those customers that are waiting happy. Thanks so much for the insight, guys. Greatly appreciated. We'll catch up with you again in the future. Did you know they can search equipment values for free? Ritchie Brothers' pricing results tool is a quick and efficient way to research past results across all our major sales channels, including live auction, weekly Iron Planet events, and Marketplace E. Visit rbassetsolutions.com to get started. Ritchie Brothers has more than 80,000 equipment items and trucks for sale in our upcoming auctions and online marketplaces, including multi-day events in Edmonton, Fort Worth, and France. Stick with us as we travel the world of equipment auctions and make sure to sign up for our monthly market trends report to ensure you're equipped with the latest data and trends to help you make the right decisions for your business. Thanks so much for listening to the latest edition of the Ritchie Brothers Inside Edge podcast. Stay tuned for the March issue of the Ritchie Brothers Market Trends Report, where we'll be diving into sales results from our premier global auction in Orlando, Florida. See you next time. Inside Edge, your guide to the latest news and trends in heavy equipment and trucks. To hear past episodes and for more industry insights and articles, visit Ritchie-Hub.com.